What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Geek Boutique Podcast, the official podcast of the Geeks and Company. My name is JS. Tonight, well, tonight we are doing a Geekly Update, folks. It's been like over a month, actually over two months since we've done a Geekly Update. There's a lot of news, but before we get into all of that, oh, and by the way, folks, I did get all your questions about what do you mean the final, possibly final Geekly Update? We'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit. Before we do, though, Michael Padre, Mr. Aka, <laughs> Mr. Aka, Mr. Aka, Mr. How you doing, Aka. buddy? I am much better. Thanks for everybody that reached out last week. Uh, yeah, I uh, I had a touch of uh, my guess is food poisoning, so mm. I was down and out for about twenty four to thirty six hours. It was not fun, uh, but I'm back at I was going to say one hundred percent, but at my age, it's never really. It's somewhere in the mid-60s, I think, or something like that. So, mm. hey, man, that's what we're here for. Uh, as JS mentioned, we're going to be talking about all things geek and nerd news <clears throat> that's occurred over the last probably month anyways. We've got some key things we're going to hit. Uh, we want your guys' feedback and impressions and reactions to what we're going to be talking about as well. Um, and, yes, this is not – I know a bunch of you messaged me as well. This is not the last Geek Boutique podcast, guys. Clearly, we would not just, like, sneak that into a post somewhere. <laughs> like, oh, it's our last podcast. No, 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 no. You fuckers are stuck no. with us. So, No. We just this have something else in the works. We're going to talk yeah. about it. And we'll yeah, like, let's keep that for a little bit later in the show. How's yeah, that? Let's keep exactly. let's keep people waiting for a little bit. Exactly. Uh, and, uh, I mean, we've, we've kind of have already talked about this before. Um, so, it's not like 100% news, but, I mean, I guess you could call that news. Um, talking about the news, holy crap, man! I've got a list the size of my arm here of stuff of stuff that I wanted to talk about. Yeah. Um, I don't even know where to freaking start, man. Um, well, we were just me. talking about Star Wars, so let's let's at least address talk about Star Wars. Some of the Star Wars stuff that's that has mm. gone on recently, anyway. Mm. Some news dropped. We're not sure yet on what all is going to entail, but. They had announced there were going to be three Star Trek movies that were going to be coming forth. Star Wars. Star Wars movies coming forth. One from James Mangold. <laughs> one from, I, I forgive me, I don't know what her name is. The one that's going to be starring Daisy, Daisy Ridley as Rey mm -hmm. again. And then one um, by Dave Filoni that's going to take place in the Filoni-verse. After all those were announced and after all those were confirmed, now we're hearing, and that's been confirmed, that we are getting The Mandalorian and Grogu done by Jon Favreau as the next Star Wars film that's going to come out in theaters now guys there hasn't been a star wars film since the rise of skywalker everything's been on television so this will be the first opportunity for a film we kind of want to know what you guys think now what we don't know we don't know if this is going to supplant the fourth season we don't know if this is going to be the end of that whole arc and story that's kind of the rumor is that it's not the end of that arc and story but that it, it's but if you continue it on, how do you go? Do you still have a fourth season of them? Are they going to do it like they do The Simpsons, where they're just going to put a movie out every so many years, or like SpongeBob? No, I don't think so. I going think right now, the plan is to do other shows within that world, right? right. All leading up to this movie, right? Um, now it's not going to stop Mando and Grogu from showing up on potentially other shows. We don't really know the full slate of what's going to happen between now and when this movie comes out. So Christina let's, is saying a fourth season was announced, like before they announced the movie or I after they announced the No, Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I, I heard a rumor that this was meant to replace season four. But let's be honest, if they're making a movie, a Star Wars movie, and it doesn't start production until later this year, 
we're not seeing that movie until next year at the early earliest and, and really more likely 2026 right so really we could be another two years before we see anything from mando and grogu again so andrew saxon saying rumor is that the movie is now the last two episodes of season four so they'll essentially what like like oh, okay. have season four on like a cliffhanger and then if you want to know what happens you got to go see the movie is that kind of what we're assuming mm, i would take if that's what they did because then weird. yeah I'm not a fan of that move no because then it doesn't stand independently on its own then you have to watch like is that going to mean that yeah. if you don't watch the four season you're not going to have a like it's not going to be broad based appeal if you have to have watched the whole show and you have to have watched the fourth season up until that point and then you'll get what's going on and if you haven't seen any of that right like so yeah i really you underestimate right? yeah but i think you underestimate a little bit the broad band appeal of the mandalorian I mean, everybody and their grandmother watches The Mandalorian. Well, I'm not saying that they don't, right? but it, you just you just automatically um, take out everybody that doesn't. That's that's the point I'm trying to make, right? Not every single Star Wars fan has watched The Mandalorian. Not everybody likes it. And I'll tell you what, after the third season, it definitely lost some people. So I'm just I'm just saying you can make a Star Wars movie for everybody, or you make a Star Wars movie strictly for the Mandalorian fans. To me, it seems like you'd make a Star Wars movie for all the Star Wars fans, not just the Mandalorian fans, but uh, guys, I don't know. Maybe it works. Silky C saying that would suck. I don't think I like that if it's true. Uh, so I, the reason, see, I, I, Lindsay saying that she hasn't watched The Mandalorian. So, so yeah, I'll, I'll also agree with you that, you know, not everybody likes The Mandalorian, and the people that don't like The Mandalorian aren't gonna necessarily that don't watch The Mandalorian are not gonna understand what this this movie is about. Um. At the same time, that's true of any Star Wars franchise property, right? I mean, if you make a movie based on Rebels, then people haven't watched Rebels. Like they, they, unless it's something new, nobody's going to be in, in, invested in it 100% is what I'm trying to go with. No, but you so understand. I, the, I don't know. The original trilogy set up a series of characters and a series of arcs, and the, and the prequels showed you how those arcs happened with its own arc, Correct. and the sequels continued those arcs. What we're Correct. talking about with the Mandalorian Grogu is something else completely, completely. different. Yeah. It's established on a television show. That's all yes. I'm trying to say is you're 100%. not going to use 40 years of canon to build something out on. You're going to use three seasons of television that not everybody's seen. Not everybody's we're slowly seen. losing Jeff, folks. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, that's, there we go. Sorry, my microphone <laughs> slipped a little bit. So uh, the, the, point, like the point is moot. I'm, I'm just saying it's, it seems here. a weird move if that's good. Now, again, we want to point out this is a rumor that Andrew heard and is passing on to us. It's not yeah, we don't. Yeah, we yeah. don't. I had heard it was replacing season four. Uh, either way, I, I found it to be a weird decision to make it specifically the Mandalorian and Grogu and not make it something more generic based in that time frame. Which is Filoni's movie. Filoni's movie is supposed to be like the Mandoverse. It's supposed to tie in all well, the different Mando. Are they calling it the Mandalorian and Grogu, right? I don't know. So no, no, no. That's that's Favreau's movie. Filoni's movie is still happening. Uh, isn't this the same movie? This is the same no, movie. Sir. No, sir. No, sir. Mm. This is Favreau's film. You and I have actually discussed this before, and I know you still don't believe me, but it's true. Filoni's you know what? I film mean, is still happening. You're okay. Fair enough. Favreau is directing this movie. That's correct. And but Filoni's Dave Filoni is still his. producing. Oh, so Filoni is also di directing his own movie. Correct. Monday. That is also still happening. That is correct. Okay. So here's the thing. And here's the issue that I have with all of this. And I think we quickly talked about this earlier. And and you seem to think that it's, it's man, whatever. It doesn't really mean anything. But I feel like they announced three properties. 
right? They've announced this movie, the James Mangold story of the Force movie, and the Ray New Jedi Order, or whatever they're tentatively calling it. But again, like I was saying earlier to you before we went on the air, none of this is on the Star Wars website. When you go to StarWars.com, uh, the Mandalorian and Grogu is front and center. It's everywhere. It's in the news. It's at the top of the movies page. It's the next thing, right? It's it's all over the place. The other two movies, there's not a single mention of them anywhere. And I almost feel like it, they're still in those stages where, yeah, they're talking about them. And yes, they've tapped somebody to start working on something. But like so many other Star Wars properties, I would bet money that these two specific ones will probably never see the light of day. They they were announced officially through Star Wars channels when they were originally put out there. That that's all. That's all. I know you you can't find them on StarWars.com, but that's not obviously not the end all be all of what's coming Star Wars. Well, no, for sure. They've named directors. They've named writers. They've greenlit the films. It's mm. not like Tarantino Star Trek film. It's not like Taika Waititi Star Wars film. It's not like like it's still stuck in development. Like they don't start naming directors and 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 film titles and shit when it's just a pie in the sky idea, but. I don't know, man. How many times do we know, do we hear about a director being tapped on for a movie and that movie gets canceled or the director leaves? Oh, that could very well happens be. No, for sure. That could very well like, be. You know what I mean? But these, these I, I guess the point I'm trying to make is these weren't rumors. These were official announcements from Disney saying that these are the directors and these are the films and this is what they're going to be. If they're official on, announcements so. from Disney, those official announcements are not on the Star Wars website. Right. All I'm so, saying. I, I didn't take the time to to fully research this and show you where the official announcements are, but I'm sorry they're not on StarWars.com. But I you know what? Weird. None I of this matters. It Who does. fucking cares? It Either it's going to happen or it's not. Like I said, the director and writer of the Daisy Ridley-led one is doing interviews talking about what the movie is going to be about. Daisy Ridley is doing interviews talking about how she's excited to get started. I feel like that's not going to be in the pipeline. Those there's certainly not Disney's not trotting those people to do interviews for a movie that's never going to happen. That's just Oh, you mean like Obi-Wan stupid. Kenobi doing interviews for an Obi-Wan Kenobi movie that never happened? No, but that did the show. But the movie never happened. Okay. Or the Boba Fett movie that also Listen, turned into a show. We're fucking 10 minutes in and or, all we're going to do is argue about <laughs> you know what I mean? Star Wars shit. So, just God say it. damn it. Just say it. That's not talking a about You're right. Talking about Star Trek. Ah, uh, Star Trek. Those wacky fire treks. Section 31 started filming. It did indeed. Principal watch, by the way, we have 30 viewers right now. Now that we're talking Star Trek, watch this just fucking fall Boom. off a cliff. <laughs> fall off a cliff. We'll be quick, plummet. guys. We'll be quick. <sighs> Unfortunately, there's not a lot going on with Star Trek right now other than Section 31. Um, they've released some images. Well, some images. They released a picture of Michelle Yeoh holding the clapperboard to show that they were starting production. Um, out, by the way, here's Suki. See, Beach just over here eating popcorn and listening to these two bicker like a married couple. Called out. Uh, yes. Make sure you stick words. with us because if you're liking what you're seeing, you're going to want to stick to Yes, we have an announcement. We, we still haven't even figured out the logistics yet, but we'll, we'll get to that, I'm sure. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, our friend Stephanie saying I'm excited for that one, and our friend Michael, a longtime friend Michael. Saying yeah, I'm really excited for Section 31. I love Michelle Yeoh. She's one of my favorite actresses. Yeah, so guys, uh, for those that don't know, uh, Star Trek Discovery had Michelle Yeoh on as a character, and she actually played two different characters, but they were both Michelle Yeoh, uh, and they were planning on doing a Section... They wrote her character off the show, and they were planning on doing a Section 31 show based on her section 31 by the way is like the black ops the secret police the mm. intelligence arm of starfleet in cia Star Trek. starfleet she uh but then everything everywhere all at once came out and she won like a fucking oscar and she's now a giant hollywood star and she basically said i can't commit to a television show but i want to produce essentially made for streaming movie because I love this character, I love this world, I still want to do this, I can just only do it in this. So they converted it from a television show to, uh, uh, it's going to be on Paramount Plus as a streaming film, and they're filming it right now. And like J.S. said, right now it's kind of the, it's like the little little crumb for us Trekkies to kind of get us through the night, because this is all mm -hmm. we've got to sort of know that's coming. Um, besides myself, says, I can't believe Michelle Yeoh is here, yeah. Yeah, so she's in town filming right now. Apparently filming is going all the way through to the end of March. Yeah, I guess she's super passionate uh, about the project and the character, so... guys. Like, she was really chomping at the bit to get to well, this she's, movie. She's producing the movie, isn't That's she? That's what I'm saying, yes. Like, she's a big part of the film. Yeah. So that bodes well, I think, for what we could potentially see. And let's be fair, if Paramount's smart, they know she's a big star. They should throw some money at this. Like, this should look mm -hmm. really good. Most of the new Trek does anyway, but I have a feeling this one they're going to... They're really good because we've never seen a lot of the Section 31 stuff. Like we've been given tidbits here and there throughout. I know there was some on D. I think it was introduced on DS9. And then we've had some little blips and blups here and there. But it'd be nice if we got a real meat and potatoes of what Section 31 is, what they do, what her role is going to be in it and that kind of stuff. So are you worried a little bit that, you know, what makes Section 31 so appealing for me anyway was always a little bit of the mystique of Section 31 because you don't really know much about who they are, what they're about, where they're from, who's commanding them, like who's giving them orders, right? Like, I mean, so anyway, I, uh, I, I'm i a little bit worried that this is going to be too revealing and I don't want it to be. I think they need to keep it to the style of section 31 episodes that we've seen where section 31 is involved in this big thing. But I don't want to see too much world building of section 31. Does that make sense? It does. And I think you, you, you nailed it. If it had stayed a show, I think we were in real danger. If it was a mm -hmm. series, even if it was only eight episodes, that's still eight hours of TV. Yeah. Now that we're getting a two hour movie, I think we're probably in better shape. Yeah. To not have too much revealed as far as what Section 31. Because there has been, there was a big Section 31 storyline on Discovery. That's mm -hmm. why it's coming back around to that. So it's not like we haven't seen any of it. But you're right. Some of that mystique would kind of get rubbed off if. <laughs> yeah. If, Nita uh, says, if uh, I'd love yeah, to see some DS9 Easter eggs. Um, I mean, I would do. DS9 is the best of the treks. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. And it's wow. not, it's not, not impossible. Because isn't the last time we see Georgiou when she walks through the uh, the 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 Guardian of Forever? The Guardian of Forever, yeah. Mm. That's the last time we see her, correct? Correct. That's so correct. we don't know what point in time she ends up in. That's also correct. Uh, now, could she be jumping from time period to time period in this show? That could be another. So yeah, there could be some. Could be. 
some DS9 Easter eggs. Christina <laughs> says, JS has lost his mind. Ha <laughs> Freaking right. The best track I ever. Would, I know. I would like, love to on, see man. some DS9 Put uh, the fucking uh, bong eggs. pipe down. Oh, please. Settled. You and Nada are on an island. Hands down. On this yeah, one. See? see? Christina disagrees. Michael disagrees. Yeah, that's, come on, guys. That's that's crazy. No, no. The best of Pop the tracks. Star- oh, yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I will admit, it had a rough start. Deep I will Sleep admit that. 9. Jesus yeah. wept. Was that a boring uh, show? But when season God. 4 hit, holy shit, man. That show turned around. Yeah, and when you get into like, the 80th episode, then it really finds its like, oh, yeah. fuck off. Oh, well, it's it's more like the 120th episode. Yeah, I'm not. I can't. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Hey, because those uh, shows back then were like 26 episodes a season too, right? So that was a lot of TV and a lot of world building, which I do not want to see. I disagree. For section thirty-one, yeah, I told you it's 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 him and Nada on an island. It's it's, it's a lonely island. It's well, just that's the two okay. of them. That's okay. Plant your flag in that I- island. That's fine. You can that's you can okay. do that. Hey, speaking it's all right of, if you guys are wrong. It's it's all right. I mean, you know, there's there's yeah. no shame in that. I, I have a feeling I know why people are joining us because it's, it's more <laughs> arguing. Woohoo! Yeah, exactly. Listen, uh, guys, I, I want to talk DS9, about. But I want to talk about track ever. That's listen, crazy. Talk. Listen to me. Listen to yeah, me. So I want to talk about please, some please. of the rumors. Jesus wept. And and the reason why I want to talk about some of the rumors is because I think because you fucking in love our new show. I think in our new in our new oh I just said our new show. I just spoiled the beans. Yeah, you did, you dumb shit. Guys, Fine. so the reason why this is gonna be the last geekly update is because we're not gonna be doing the news on the podcast anymore. From now on, if you want to get the news from the geeks, it'll be it's brand new own YouTube show. Um, it will likely still be live. We haven't figured out the logistics of the when and the how often, and it might be more of a spontaneous thing, but we will have a new show called the Geekly World News. The Welcome. Geekly World News. World News. Yes. So if you guys yeah. are familiar with the Weekly World News, which is like a tabloid rag from back in the 90s that had like Bat Boy, that was their big character that they were famous for. So we're calling it the Geekly World News. Jason and I will get together and spend half an hour to 40 minutes talking about the news of the week in geek and, and nerd stuff. We would like to do it live. We're and- trying to figure out a good day to do it. So some suggestions from you guys. You guys are our base. We'd like you guys to be tuning in. It's essentially going to be a second podcast, just a little bit shorter. Um, getting some ideas from you guys as to when we could do that, that would be good for you guys to watch. Uh, mm. That would be fantastic. So write in. Maybe we'll put up a poll or put up a story or something on the on the yeah. main Geeks Co. channel. What date and time would work best for you guys overall? Mm-hmm. And we'll see what we can do. And, mm-hmm. of course, it's got to fit into our schedule as well. So For sure. But let us know what would kind of work for you. So I think we need to work in rumors into the show because keeping with the uh, 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 the weekly world news, which was a tabloid, a lot of the stuff that they published in there wasn't actual news, right? So I think that when there are rumors like this Picard movie rumors, I think we need to at least acknowledge them and address them. I'm assuming you've heard about this. I have. That, uh, guys, I, I, I'm sure you knew, like, they have a, had announced before they had even started production on season three of Picard that season three was going to be <laughs> not Monday, not biased yeah. at all. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, don't yeah. worry, Michael. We won't, we won't do it. Yeah, we, yeah. we won't try to ruin your Mondays show. Mondays at seven. It's the Geekly World News. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Uh, they announced that this was going to be the last season of Picard. And I guess to save face and not do another season of Picard, now they're doing a Picard movie. Now, 
Yeah, wow. guys. None of this has been officially announced. Yes, definitely. Um, this is all still very much rumor. Um, there is a, another YouTube channel that I've been following for many years now who, surprisingly enough, has had the scoop on a lot of stuff. Um, so take this Rachel's, with a grain of salt Rachel's or not. losing her fucking mind. I'm screaming what? Yeah, so a Picard to be fair, movie. Well, at the end of season three of Picard, even though they said it was the last season of Star Trek Picard, Patrick Stewart himself said, I could do more. I could keep going mm -hmm. with this character. I feel like there's more to tell. I don't know if I'm uh, like an actual theatrical release. I could see much like they did with Section 31. I could see like a, a made for streaming movie. So that's where I'm, I'm going with this. Fine yeah. with that. Yeah, Fine that's that. where I'm going with this. I don't think there's really anything to tie up as far as his character goes. I don't mm -hmm. know what better send off you could give him than what you mm -hmm. gave him at the end of Picard season three. So believe it or not, I'm actually not down for this. I'm kind of hoping this doesn't happen. He's not as spry as he used to be. You can really start to see his age now. Uh, even shooting, they were talking with Jonathan Frakes. Uh, they had an interview with him on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. And he was talking about how they would basically shoot all of Patrick Stewart's scenes first thing in the morning to get all of his scenes out of the way. And then the, and then he would leave, like he'd be done by lunch and the whole rest of the cast and crew had to be there for the entire day to do all their shooting mm -hmm. just to make sure that he was okay with the fact that he's a little bit older and, and not as spry as he used to be. So uh, yeah. How are you going to, yeah. Nada Tan, like how are you going to top yeah. a card season three? You, I don't mm -hmm. think you can, man. Like, I don't think that's you can either. Might be that the greatest season Star of Trek that's ever been. Yeah. That's peak Star Trek right? for me. Um, I don't know that there's, yeah, I don't know that there's been ever any, any Star Trek as good as that. And here's yeah. the rumor and, and here's where the, the rumor is because they've been talking about a Picard movie for a little bit of time now. They've also been now talking about Star Trek legacy for a little bit of time now. Uh, I just saw something recently. Uh, really disappointing. Yeah. So my understanding of the way that this rumor works is that what is actually going on at Paramount is that there's a work in the deal. There's a deal in the works woo, <laughs> with Amazon where Amazon would start help the financing of Star Trek shows, but Amazon would then get the exclusive on the shows. Uh, the, the, the Picard movie, uh, movie, for example, would be a Picard movie streaming on Amazon. Right. Right. Uh, Legacy would be streaming on Amazon first and then on Paramount Plus type deal, right? And then Amazon is actually paying Paramount for the production of, of these TV shows. So they'd be a shared, like it used to be with CBS and Paramount, right? Uh, right. For years, CBS and Paramount shared Star Trek. Now we'd have some sort of a similar... Thing going on with Amazon to help finance more Star Trek because they want to keep doing Star Trek because let's be honest Star Trek has been Paramount's cash cow when Paramount Plus came out the only real thing they were banking on was Trek it was the only real original production back then other than Yellowstone so yeah uh, things yeah, are so happening in the world of, 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 of Trek keep an eye open for that so they talked to a gentleman named Dave Blass who was a production designer on Star Trek Picard and they asked him specifically about legacy and his exact words were, it's just a nice idea. There are no talks at this time 
quoting Paramount, Star Trek Legacy isn't a thing he states, so it's not in development and it's not in any way moving forward. Until that changes, it's just a cool idea. So, I mean... I've read another quote that says it's not a question of, of if, it's a question of when. Okay. This was yesterday uh, from a guy that was on Picard Season so, 3, like one yeah. of the production designers. So... I mean, yeah, who rumors knows? abound. I like, do nothing. Nothing would make me happier than if we got a Star Trek yeah. show. I would prefer Legacy over Picard, a hundred percent, and have him like just float in every now and then for a cameo. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, uh, like he gets re. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Yeah, have it centered on Jerry Ryan and the new pretty boy Picard, and then mm -hmm, or, or mm -hmm. not Picard Crusher, and uh, and a hundred percent agree. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would watch the shit out of that show. Picard, I am worried, but yeah, you know, yeah, we'll see. I mean, what are you gonna do? We'll see, uh, guys. Let's shift a little bit. Uh, yes. Let's go back to uh, Disney, but let's get to the other big IP for Disney. Let's talk a little bit about Marvel. Uh, we've just seen a post from Ryan Reynolds talking about how Deadpool three has wrapped filming mm -hmm. and is still supposed to be coming out this year. I I don't know how that's possible. But they are still shooting for their original targeted date, even though the film just wrapped. That seems like not a lot of time to get a film VFX done, cut, edited, and ready to go for whenever it's supposed to come out. I can't remember. Mm -hmm. um, guys, it's going to be really important for you to understand. And we talked about this in the podcast when the strike was happening, how much the strike is going to impact what's going to happen in 2024. The MCU is a shining example. Would you guys care to guess how many movies the MCU is releasing in 2024? Should we put a little like uh, Jeopardy? Uh, do, 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 How many movies do, do, are going to be released? No Googling it. Yeah, don't Google it. You tell me how many movies are coming out this year for the MCU. Yeah, you yeah, guys got yeah, it. Silky, yeah. Andre, Megan, Keith. Yeah, one. Deadpool 3. It is the only one. In fact, guys, there's only going to be, even with the MCU shows, the Disney Plus shows, there's only going to be three live-action projects being released this year. That's nuts. Crazy. Compared now. to what we've had over the last couple of years? Yeah. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, No, I'm fine with it, too. So, guys, just so you know, it is uh, the one sole movie is going to be Deadpool 3. Uh, the there's going to be six shows that are going to come up, but four of them are animated shows. So there's only two live action shows, Echo, which has already come out. Mm -hmm. So the, for all of 2024, guys, the remaining of 2024, you have one movie and one live action show to see, and that's it. Mm -hmm. So, and by the way, there's not going to be any DC projects at all. So this is going to be a real like test to see is it really superhero fatigue? Because we're all going to get about a year off from it before it all comes back again in 2025. There is Madam Web, Craven, and Venom 3. Absolutely. Those are those not are, MCU projects. Yes. I did say MCU specifically and not Marvel. Yeah. So those are three Sony films. So, mm -hmm. and to be fair, two of them look like the hottest garbage. So we'll see what happens with those. Uh, Madam Web and Craven, that Craven trailer might still be the worst trailer I've ever seen for a major blockbuster film. Uh, yeah, Madam Web. I mean, I'm, the mark so hard on a. I hope Madam Web is good. Like, I'm actually internally cheering for Madam Web, but I mean, everything I've seen from it just looks disastrous. But again, I don't want to judge it yet. But who? Mm -hmm. uh, yes. Yeah, so you're right. It is. It is three Marvel movies from Sony. So they're all Spider Verse films. But as far as the greater MCU goes, you get one movie and you get one more live action show, and that's all you're getting, guys. That's it. So I'm kind of, yeah, I kind of, I'm glad you guys are weighing in on this because I do think it is time to take a step back 
And I mean, this one is based more on circumstance than anything else. But and from what I've been reading about Deadpool 3, they just talked to I think it was Matthew Vaughn, who is not involved in Deadpool 3, but knows um, the gentleman that's uh, uh, Sean Levy that's directing Deadpool 3 and has some tidbits about Deadpool 3. And he says this is going to be sort of like the shock that the MCU needs the clear and bang and then, and then get it back on its feet to get people back into the MCU. And I think if, if, if it's as good as we're hoping it's going to be, and if it's the only thing that's out that year, it probably has a good chance of doing that to reignite interest. Cause you're not just getting constantly slammed in the face with MCU stuff. It's going to be real thin out there, guys. Like even the animated stuff, I don't even know how much of the animated stuff is going to be like in universe like one of the animated shows is, is Marvel Zombies. Well, that's clearly not going to be like in whatever. I know it's it's nineteen nine 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 or six one six or whatever they want to call it, but it's clearly not going to be in the main universe, not the main MCU. None of the Sony stuff's in the main MCU. So, yeah, it's going to be real interesting to see how this plays out. Because let's mm. be fair, if Deadpool three comes out and bombs, if it's dog shit. Is it kind of like the end of the MCU at that point? Like, is if there's nothing else coming out, and the one thing that came out was terrible, and it bombs. Uh, I, I know I, they I, have a slate, so... but I mean, like, do we all just collectively to like fuck this? We're all done now. Like, I, I, I don't know. And I look, I'll say this: I cannot see Deadpool three with Hugh Jackman as Wolverine bombing. It's not gonna bomb. It's just that simple, right? That movie's gonna make bank. Now you were I'm hearing rumors of all sorts of cameos, right? Uh the girl from Logan, uh X23. Right. Uh, what was her name? Uh there's rumors she's in it as an older X23. Uh, uh Patrick Stewart is rumored to be in this. Uh Jennifer Garner as Electra. Oh, that's not a rumor, that's a fact. So she, there you go. Absolutely in it. Yeah. There you go. So the 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 Ben Affleck Daredevil is in the Deadpool verse. Yeah, we know it's right? going to be irreverent. We know it's going to be a lot of fourth wall breaking. We know there's going to be cameos just for the sh just for shits and giggles cameos, it, right? Yeah, I yeah. listen. I can't see Dude, I hope so. I really do. I know there were a lot of people that didn't enjoy Deadpool 2. I love Deadpool 2, but there were a lot of the fan base that did not like it compared to the first one. So I'm just hoping because you got to remember, the first two Deadpools were Fox vehicles. They were not made by Disney Marvel. This mm -hmm. will be the first Deadpool made by Disney Marvel. And they said they're going to respect the 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 legacy, the the tone of the first two films. But it's still Disney, right? Like it's it's. I'm really like guys. All my fingers and toes are crossed. I want this to be so so good. I'm pissed off. There's probably not going to be a cable cameo, but whatever. Fuck them. They don't know what's good. But are we? Are you done with DC though? Kenneth, we're actually that's going to be this that was going to be the segue we're going to talk a little bit about dc because some major dc news happened this week as well like literally in the last few days some major dc news happened so actually before we get into that um i think it's also worth pointing out that and i think everybody knows by this point the netflix marvel shows have now been made canon within the mcu wild which if I if I was wild. Netflix, I would be out for fucking blood. How wild blood. is that? I love how Agents of Shield was supposed to be canon and the Netflix shows weren't. And now Agents of Shield is not canon, not canon. and the Netflix shows are. Even though Agents of Shield was way more MCU like than the Netflix shows were. 
But now they want to try to build off that tone of the Netflix mm-hmm. shows, like they kind of try to do with Echo and what they're going to clearly be doing with Born Again and everything else. So, uh, for you guys, interesting. I would love a Greenlight reboot. So, segueing into the DC stuff, guys, it is this marks, I think it was yesterday, maybe it was today. This marks the one year anniversary of when James Gunn was revealed not only as the head of DC Studios, but he revealed the slate that was coming up. Chapter one, Gods and Monsters, the 10 projects that we're supposed to be encompassing. One of those projects is called Lanterns. It's a television project. It's supposed to be Hal Jordan and Jon Stewart basically playing like good cop, bad cop, Green Lanterns investigating a murder on Earth. So there is going to be Lanterns, Green Lanterns, in the new iteration of DCU. Mm -hmm. It's just going to be a television base. So I imagine it's going to be much more grounded. Mm -hmm. That kind of thing. So... Uh, but that's part and parcel. They did talk to James Gunn in the last couple of days and they asked him if the strikes affected the slate is what's going on because he did re- he did talk about 10 projects and he said some things had to get shifted around. Some things got moved up. Some things got moved back. Some things got added in. So it may not be that exact 10 that we're going to see, but I think it's fair to say that we're still going to see lanterns in some way, shape or form. It's an IP they want to invest in. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, that being said, that's not the news. That's not the news. There is DC news. That's not it. There is DC news. Uh, that's right. Uh, they have found their Supergirl. They have, in fact, found their Supergirl. It came down to two people, and mm -hmm. now it's been Mm -hmm. confirmed. Well, it really did only come down to, that's right, Millie Alcock from House of the Dragon. She plays young Rhaenyra. was fantastic on that show, man. She was, I didn't, I didn't know who she was before that. I had never even seen her before. I don't she think she me had, away. Yeah, I don't think she had a lot of roles before that. I think that was an early role for her. And it's nice that she got to play the younger version of Rainier. If you've not watched House of the Dragon, there's a time jump in the middle of the series. So they have they hire completely different actresses to play those specific roles. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alicia Hightower, Alison Hightower, sorry, and Rhaenyra Targaryen. She played the younger version of Rhaenyra Targaryen. So once they aged them up, they hired a new actor to portray that character. So she's now released from the show. So now she can be Supergirl. Uh, it has not been confirmed by James Gunn if she's going to appear in Superman Legacy, which is the first big major movie project for DC mm-hmm. coming out in July of 2025. But when they do shoot Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow, which I think is what they're calling it, it will be Millie Alcock that's going to portray her. Again, by the way, guys, I'm sure this is all going to be really, really heavily influenced by how well Superman Legacy does. So if that craters, I don't think you're going to see a whole lot of investment in stuff moving forward. So, And that's supposed to be the first one to come out, right? Technically, Creature Commandos is is the first in universe thing that's going to come out but that's a, an animated television show superman legacy because it's going to be a big budget movie is really supposed to be the thing that really launches the whole mm-hmm. the whole damn thing and there's supposed to be all kinds of different characters in that he's just not confirmed whether supergirl is going to be in that or appear in that or not so yeah even good said he only knew her from house of the dragon so yeah that's the only thing i've seen her in i don't know if she had a lot of work before that so we'll see i don't know i don't know what yellow melons have to do with it victoria help me out with that is that I mean that's Green Lantern's weakness is the color yellow and probably melons. I mean, let's be fair. It's certainly my weakness, that's for sure. Anyways, yeah, Millie Alcock, guys. I, I'm gonna be curious. She was great on House of the Dragon, but yeah, she was in four episodes of House of the Dragon, and then 
her character was aged up and she was off the show. And I don't know that she, if she's been in anything else, I've never seen it. So she's almost mm -hmm. a blank slate for me. I have no idea if she's going to be any good or not. But apparently James Gunn was like, she had the best screen test I've ever seen. Like he was like so high up on her when she came in and did the original screen test for Supergirl. He was just like, yeah, that's the one. So. Mm -hmm. ah. Listen, I don't know. Um, I loved her in House of the Dragon. Um, I think she was amazing. How well she'll do in or as Supergirl. Like you say, it's really going to be dependent on how well this whole series kicks off, right? If if Superman sucks. It's going to be real hard. If that's going to be the movie that launches everything, it's going to be real, yeah. real tough to, to keep anything going. Guys, if you do want some insight into what the Supergirl movie is, is being inspired by, you can pick up Tom King's run on Supergirl Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, apparently that is the the inspiration i don't know if they're going to adapt that specifically but that is the inspiration for where they're going with the character it is supposed to be uh she's a darker edgier supergirl she's not going to be quite the you know the cheerleader sort of fun time supergirl that that she gets portrayed as mostly uh in uh like the girl scout basically I don't think I think they want to move away from just her just being a blonde female Superman. They want to they want to mm -hmm. move her more towards her own distinct characterization. And I'm on board for that. I think that's a really good idea. I don't know if dark and edgy has worked super well for DC movies thus far. It's kind of what killed the last thing, but hopefully they can keep it still. It's James Gunn still, right? So hopefully they can keep it on a on a light enough edge that darker and edgier is not going to mean like all the colors washed out and it's raining all the time. You know what I mean? So we'll well, yeah, I agree. Um, I mean, I don't hate what they did with Supergirl in the Flash. Uh, I mean, I will admit that out of that movie, she was one of the least. Oh, Sasha Kelly was fantastic. Yeah, uh, I was really know, hoping they would continue with her character. Yeah, but, but clearly they aren't. You know, well, you the Flash the movie, bombed and yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You see the movie. Well, if you see the movie, the character was never meant to survive. Right, that's the whole point of that character. Right. This is however many times he tries to Spoiler save her. Spoiler alert. Well, you know. Yeah. There's the whole catalyst, right? She's yeah. the yeah, yeah, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. No, so, catalyst, right. yeah. So she was never meant to survive, but correct. She was fantastic in that role. Um, it was so good sure to see Michael is. Keaton back. By the way, as Batman, I know we're going off script here a little bit, but fuck, man, bring me more Keaton Batman. I would love it. I, I, yeah. I think that that oh, if I you think... take Michael Keaton out of the Flash, that movie is is is, I mean, makes zero money. Yeah, I, yeah. The, I think the only way I would want to see Keaton return at this point would be if they finally ever did a Batman Beyond. Oh, I would love that. If they did a Batman I Beyond, love for that. those uneducated, Batman Beyond was a TV show where a new Batman, Terry McGinnis, took over, and Bruce Wayne was the guy in the chair. He was an older Bruce Wayne that would be on the mic, and he would be, pardon me, helping young Terry McGinnis be Batman. Mm -hmm. um, I think that would work out really well if you, if you put Michael Keaton in that role. Uh, having said that, Pretty good segue. Michael Keaton is clearly not done reviving old characters of his. Mm -hmm. Released, what was it, today or maybe yesterday? Yeah, I think it was today. Today. Uh, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice is the poster. The official poster was released. And we are getting a sequel to the original Beetlejuice. One of Burton's most celebrated movies, May maybe his most celebrated film. It's uh, it's probably my favorite Burton film. It's one of those mm -hmm. films that I could just turn on anytime and just watch. Or if you're flipping around the channels and it's on TV, I'll stop and watch Beetlejuice at any point, sort of in where it's going. So the squeal I let out. Yeah, all kinds of squealing going on there for sure. 
I mean, Beetlejuice is one of those cult classics that, you know, I think, you know, everybody's seen for probably the last, you know, five or six generations, right? I mean, well, maybe not that far back, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I like, do. Everybody it has a broad-based appeal, for sure. It really does. Yeah. Um, they've been talking about this for a long time. There had never really been a lot of updates on, okay, what's going on? Like, has filming happened? Or, or did you start filming? Are you done filming? Like, what's going on? Well, clearly, we, now we know the movie's coming out this year. Coming out so, in September. not to be Johnny Killjoy here, but I think we have to address the elephant in the room. Beetlejuice, like we just said, is a celebrated, transcendent, classic, appeals to all ages, all walks of life. How, like, how could this film possibly measure up to that film 30 years later? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. how I know exactly what you mean get a how can this not somehow besmirch because that movie's not just a great movie what it's got is 30 years of nostalgia for us too mm -hmm. even if you haven't watched it recently you have fond memories of this mm -hmm. movie because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was such a it was such a, a, a impactful film for so many people in our generation mm -hmm. for millennial like for a, a whole at least two generations of people love this fucking movie and now you're going to try to do a sequel 30 years later that's a big ask, man. Like that's Can I tell you how? Can I tell you how? Yeah, please let me know. Can I tell you how? Just Michael Keaton and Tim Burton Wednesday. Wednesday. Mean? What does that mean? It's the team behind Wednesday that's making this movie, and Jenna Ortega is playing Lydia's daughter. Right. The story is not about Lydia anymore. It's about her daughter, who is Wednesday. And it's the team behind Wednesday making this movie, who I think pretty much have the look and feel down already. I think this movie is gonna be bonkers. It's gonna make bank. It's gonna is it gonna get compared to the first movie? hundred percent. Is it gonna be as good as the first movie? Maybe not. Is it gonna be good enough to bring in all the young kids fans into the world of Beetlejuice and then want to go see the original? Hundred percent. I think there's no there, there there's no um there's no way this doesn't work. There's no downside to making this movie, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, okay, I, I hope you're all right, Matt. Matt asking why it's a big ass. I think I explained that pretty succinctly. It's it's it, it sequels, especially after this much time for such a beloved film. Like if the film's a ten and the sequels in a seven, you're going to be disappointed. Even if the sequels an eight, you're still going to be like, I see eh, what you're saying. Okay. 100%. But if the sequels a five, you're going to be mad because for it's sure. going to fuck up your childhood, right? Like you're talking about Ghostbusters Afterlife. How about Ghostbusters 2016? Do you remember Ghostbusters 2016? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's not, guys. I, I love Jenna Ortega too. I get it. I, I don't know that one person can completely make this movie, especially since that person wasn't alive when the first film came out. I don't think it's necessarily just her making the movie as much as it's, it's, sorry. It's just everybody saying right? like it's the writer. She's saying Ortega. Right? Nada saying Ortega. Toxic Fox is saying Ortega. Tan saying Ortega. She's saying Wednesday nailed it. That's all I'm saying. Like you, you have. I'm not saying, guys, I'm not saying it won't be good. I'm not even saying it won't be as good as the original. I'm saying. But if it isn't. A, they have a mountain <laughs> decline because yes, the original 100%. set the bar so fucking high. It's mm -hmm. really, really hard. Yeah. Can we just talk about the Hocus Pocus sequel? Garbage, but it's so anticipated. Well, this is kind of what I'm talking about. When you come back to a beloved franchise after so many years, if you don't absolutely fucking nail it, mm -hmm. you can't. Yeah. You, it, you're going to get compared to the original. And if it's not good. No, and that's cool, Tanith. I get it. Like every legacy Jenna touches turns to gold. But if the writing is dog shit, 
then she's only she can't carry the whole movie on her back by herself. That's not how it works. I've seen her work. <laughs> it's not it. So like Andre says, the ceiling is top gun. The floor is the last two Nina Jones movie. Yeah, yeah that's I what mean... I'm saying. Like you have opportunities to make it work. Yeah, and then you have opportunities where it should work and it doesn't. Like you're saying, like Harrison Ford, Steven Spielberg, Indiana Jones, you're like, how can this be bad? And then it's Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? I just lost two hours that I'm never going to get back. So that's all I'm trying to say, guys, is, is it has the potential to ruin your fucking childhood. So just be prepared. Like, Fox says, I'm just excited to see more of the Beetlejuice world again. I mean, I think a lot man. of people have that, and Absolutely. I think that's where they're winning. Because they've already won, I think is is the thing here for me, and the marketing is where they've won already, right? They're selling you on the nostalgia of the original Beetlejuice, and they're selling you on the biggest hit since the pandemic, which is Wednesday, right? So I, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think they've already won, but we'll have to see. I hope it's good. I'm not saying it's going to be I, good. I hope, it is, I hope it is too. I hope, it's, I hope guys, it's good. Fuck, I fucking love the first one, and I've seen it a million times. I've already said that. I, I hope, I hope against all hope that this is fantastic, that it measures up to the original. I just think it's a big ask. That's all I'm trying to say. Yes, Dial oh. of Destiny. Guys, Dial of Destiny, I agree with you. Dial of Destiny was certainly better than Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, but that's like saying it was like wetter than the desert. Like it's not. It's really easy to be better than King of the Crystal Skull. It was still nowhere near as good as the first three films. So, like, yeah, yeah. I if, mean, if, I haven't even Crystal's, seen guys. If Dial of Destiny is the fourth film, if Crystal Skull doesn't exist, Dial of Destiny ends up being shit on. Not as bad as Crystal Skull, but Dial of Destiny is just going to be a forgotten movie because it wasn't as good as the first three. So, yeah, it's it's tough to be you. You can't be young again. You can't be 1986 again to recapture that magic. Is a hard thing to do. Uh, it's that's mm -hmm. what I'm saying. That's, mm -hmm. that's, I feel like we've already spent way too much time on this. I'm sorry. Nobody uh, likes it. This is, Nobody likes it when I'm Debbie comment. Downer. Fuck you guys. It's an onion has a good comment saying here, keep an open mind. It's probably going to be aimed at this generation's kids. Absolutely. And, and but you know what? Fuck honest, them kids. Right? I'm an old man. I get to be cranky. Get off my goddamn lawn. Stop making sequels to movies from 30 years ago, you bastards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, speaking of sequels to movie 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. A new trailer dropped Correct. for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire. Correct. So let's talk real quickly about the first teaser trailer that came out for Ghostbusters Frozen Empire and what a dog shit teaser trailer that was. It was. I yeah. think we were all in universal agreements. It looked fucking terrible. Yeah. The trailer that came out, though, looks good. It certainly looks better than that terrible fucking trailer. Hang on. Hang on. Uh, it's an onion says you need a you need a bigger mug. I think I think. Oh, I think she's JS, talking to you. I was gonna say JS, it's bigger JS on the has, inside. JS but... has mug envy. That's what it is. I was gonna say envy. mine's That's bigger why. on the inside, but you know. Yeah. Toxic uh, Fox saying the real travesty is what they they're doing to the land, land before time. See, uh, you can't yeah, you can't you go know. back again, man. It just doesn't happen that way. Yeah. Um. <laughs> this Victoria. new trailer. Okay, so first of all, I want to make sure everybody kids. knows yeah, if yeah, exactly. if you did, were not aware. So when the the, the uh, uh, Ghostbusters trailer came out on Monday, Tuesday, whenever the trailer whenever came, came out, out, yeah, uh, two versions of the trailer came out. There's the, the 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 North American. No, that's not what they call it. They call it the domestic, domestic version of the trailer. trailer. Yep. yep. And then there was the international trailer, and everybody saw the domestic trailer, and everybody loved it because it was 
Yeah, way Miles better than the teaser. Better way than better the teaser. than the teaser. That teaser was fucking terrible. The international trailer is 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 miles better than the domestic trailer. The international Ghostbusters trailer, I got to tell you, one of the best trailers I've seen in a long time. Period. Guys, if you haven't seen the international trailer, go check it out. I'm so pumped about this movie. Guys, Peck comes back and he's now the mayor. Remember Peck? Well, he's in he's in the domestic trailer too. He plays yeah, a big he? part yeah. of the domestic trailer. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, dude, I, I can't wait for this movie. This this movie is going to be awesome. I I'm so excited. I they're definitely really leaning into them, the nostalgia aspect, probably even more mm -hmm. than they did in the first one because Bill Murray is back, Dan mm -hmm. Aykroyd is back. Now we get Peck back. back. Yeah. We get Ernie Hudson back. We get Annie Potts back. Mm -hmm. Well, she as, was in the previous one as well, but just for a couple minutes. Yeah, but she's she's got a fucking uniform. And yeah, yeah, now. she's, she's busting ghosts. Yeah, 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 she'll be busting ghosts. Makes her feel good. So yeah, uh, yeah, it's the, it looks like all the 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 pieces are there. Yeah, and I did enjoy Afterlife. So I'm I'm again same thing. I'm hoping it's like it's it's the first in the OGs. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. if you can have, I mean. Bill Murray does tell the worst joke in the trailer itself, like the the, the devil's here and he's horny or something. Like that. Whatever he, whatever he says, it's absolutely it's super it's so cringe. But everything else in that trailer looks fucking killer. So I mean, it's Venkman. What are you what are you gonna expect? I mean, of course he's gonna make a cringe, inappropriate off, line. Like it's Venkman. This. Come on, I dude. a bit of a crush on Pods. So you weren't the only one. Yeah, yeah. I'm not mm -hmm. gonna lie. Yeah, Lewis mm -hmm. was a lucky man. That's for sure. Especially the uh, the the um, Ghostbusters two version. That's what I'm saying. That's what that's yeah. what Lewis got to got to get got to be, yeah. get on on that. He got to to tap that. Yeah, man, I love those movies, and I the wish I wish no Afterlife had made more money. Yes. I'm I'm this disappointed. Man. I mean, we obviously got a sequel anyway, but it didn't make a ton of money. <clears throat> I hope this one does better. If you didn't tr cry during the reveal in Afterlife, you have no soul. Yeah, a hundred percent. Especially since he looks well. So unless you're real. a kid and it's the new generation for the kids, and the kids just trying to get the kids appeal for the new generation. Then like, yeah, yeah. What I say? Sorry, what was the quote? The quote was up here somewhere. What was it again? Uh, there we go. Victoria Brown. Yep, yep, yep. Fuck them kids. Jeff, twenty twenty four. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That one was for us, man. That that's, one was. That's for going us. on a t shirt, folks. That's Fuck going on a t shirt. That's right. Uh, <laughs> No, guys, I thought Afterlife was good. And and after Ghostbusters 2016, um, which uh, we're not going to get into now because I, I think that's some pitfalls that we don't want to fall into. Uh, mm. I think there was some 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 audience disconnect with the IP overall. So mm. I think Afterlife kind of had enough uphill battle to, to fight, um, but it did. And it won a lot of people over even after the fact. So now we're getting another film. Uh, the title's not great. But at least the, the trailers look a lot better now. So hopefully we're going to look at a really good film moving forward. And yeah, I like that it's a new bad guy. Yeah. Um, and I yeah. like that they're kind of going, the way I see it, they're going a little bit of the Ghostbusters 2 route, right? Where it's a new bad guy. It's going to be back in New York. The city's under attack. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking forward to this one. I'm I'm really jacked. I can't wait. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta admit, man, Ghostbusters two got shit on a lot, but it's like a guilty pleasure film for me. Like, I get that it's not great, but I, I kind of don't care. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, there's enough in it that I still dig it, and mm -hmm. they do end up walking around the Statue of Liberty. That's pretty dope. So, yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, I mean, it was nowhere as good as the first one, but it's, it's fantastic. We still got there. 
we still got there, kids. Come on now. Um, it's still good. Guys, who, still uh, got some do we have horror fans? Suck I'm assuming we have guys, horror fans in the in the audience, eh? In the audience. Um, horror fans? What are you talking about horror? Yeah, so guys, it was announced, to be honest, I'm not sure exactly when, but they did announce that the zombie apocalypse movie 28 Days Later is actually getting a sequel called 28 Years Later, and Cillian Murphy is coming back for this movie. He is coming back as an executive producer for now. He's not confirmed if he'll be acting in the new movie. Or oh, not. is that right? Yeah. Uh, so 28 days later through. was the original, which was quite good. 28. Sorry, I apologize. 28 hours later was great. No, 28 days later was the original. It was great. Mm. 28 weeks later was the sequel, and it was not great. And now we're getting 28 years later. Mm -hmm. we'll see what happens. Yeah, 28 weeks later was that was kind of not dumb. good. Yeah, not good. Yeah. yeah. But 28 days later, fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of launched Killian Murphy, sort of launched his career, launched him in the stratosphere. Launch, it, was, it was his as first big as, movie. His yeah, first. 100%. Uh, uh, um, like he's the main actor, right? It was the first time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's the first time uh, he's the lead. Yeah, yeah, he's absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Um, Apparently, it's not your first time playing the lead, though, I hear. Well, you were uh, just uh, finished uh, filming uh, a movie in your own rights there, weren't we you? Have, we actually have one more. Uh, we have one more day of, of shooting. Ah, okay. Uh, February 17th, I think, is our last day of shooting. Uh, on that one, so. I, I, I thought you guys were done. Yeah. Here I am. No. No. When it's done and it's all cut and edited or whatever, I'll sheepishly, uh, I'll sheepishly mm -hmm. plug it or whatever to help my friend Robert out. They're going to try to shop it around and see if they can get funding so we yeah. can do like a full-length feature or whatever. So, yeah, so guys, uh, yeah. this is being produced by our buddy, well, your good friend, um, Robert Bellamy. Yep. Um, uh, written and directed by Robert podcast. as well. So yeah, because I haven't seen his podcast. I believe he's on Tuesdays. At... He is the Movie Madhouse. They're up in like the four hundred and fifty ish yeah. episode range. Like they've been doing that yeah. for a long time. Mm -hmm. Rob, I'm gonna have to go through your episode list and start ripping off some of your ideas, bud. <laughs> To be uh, fair, they do a lot of top ten lists too. Like every I, they do, I know, I know they list, do. So. It's funny. I caught yeah. one of their top tens a couple weeks yeah, ago. Yeah. I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, actually, I think it was uh, during the holidays. They were doing their top ten Christmas movies, like we did a couple years ago or yeah. last year, yeah, whatever exactly. it was. So, uh, yeah. not saying we did it first. That's not what no, I'm saying of at all. Not. I do want to mention uh, really quickly, even though it's kind of outside of the genre as well. Have you guys seen the episode, the trailer, the new trailer for Henry Cavill's new movie? the ministry of ungentlemanly warfare so i have not holy uh, shit go watch that trailer because that looks like he looks like he's having more fun than he's ever had in any movie ever hmm. he looks like he's having a blast alan richton is in it who's the guy that plays reacher yeah uh henry golding is in it who's the asian guy that was in crazy rich asians and he was in the gentleman so it's guy Ritchie who also did the gentleman and snatch uh, and lock stock and two smoking barrels really if you haven't seen this trailer got look at everybody yes oh my god yes yes holy shit this trailer is one of the best recent trailers i've seen everybody looks like they're having the time of their fucking lives including cavill who looks completely unhinged in the film and it's based on a true story it's essentially the first team of black ops operatives in World War II commissioned by Churchill, of which Bond author Ian Fleming was one, by the way. That's how he got the idea for James Bond. Really? So yes. is he in this, like, is the character of Ian Fleming in this movie? I think one of the characters is meant to be sort of like his, the portrayal of. Interesting. It looks 
so goddamn fun. Even if you're not a Cavill fan, even if you're like, because I understand, especially for Guy Ritchie movies, it's Guy Ritchie's a bit of a, like either you're into Guy Ritchie films or you're not. Oh yeah. But I happen to absolutely love Guy Ritchie oh, movies. Yeah. Guys, go JS. I'll watch the international trailer of, of, of uh, Frozen Empire. Yeah, as I'll go watch that. As soon as this is over, I want you to watch it while I'm on with you when this is sure, done. Sure, we'll share it on the screen so we can watch it together. Brother, you're going to fucking lose your mind. It looks amazing. I cannot wait. It's April, I think, is when that's coming out. Just watch the trailer twice immediately. I think I watched it 30 times. Like, I already have such a giant man crush on Henry Cavill as it is. <laughs> it kind of says the trailer just, did things for me. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it made parts of me awake that I didn't even realize I had those parts. Like, it's just so... Uh, Cavill's got like the curly hair. He's got the twirly mustache. Like it's happening in like the late thirties, early forties, right? Like it's World War II uh, time. Oh, Andre's saying, "I love the Man from Uncle." Man from Me Uncle too. was really good too. Yeah, that was a criminally good one. underrated film. Didn't yeah, well, that's money. exactly what Slickers is saying. Totally underrated. Yeah, and unfortunately, since then, Army Hammer has been very canceled. So you're not going to get a sequel mm -hmm. to that unless they mm -hmm. recast him. But mm -hmm. uh, I think this movie probably has the potential to start building on a franchise and, and moving forward with that, which would be cool mm -hmm. for Guy Ritchie because other than the two Sherlock Holmes movies, he hasn't had a franchise to build off of. So, right. which by the way, we're still crossing our fingers that we're going to get a third Robert Downey Jr. Jude Law Sherlock Holmes movie. I, I know they keep talking about the idea. So really? Yeah. Yeah. They've I been, mean, I enjoyed RDJ has mentioned it a few times, but I mean, yeah. I assume it's just getting everybody's schedules to line up to be able to actually physically do it. So mm. interesting. I mean, I, I love the first two. Um, I've always loved Sherlock Holmes. Yeah, me I've too. read a lot of Sherlock Holmes stories. Yep. Yep. Um, I have a couple of books of Sherlock Holmes, like it's like their anthology books type deal. Yep. Yep. Short stories. I guess they're all short stories, really. Mostly. Um yep. yeah, I, I've always loved Sherlock. So yeah, I've I've watched elementary, I've watched Sherlock. Uh yep. Although no, I didn't, I didn't character. see the last season of Sherlock. I have to go back and see that. There's those three nah, last ones no, I didn't don't. see. But no, no okay. Oh, nope. There you go. Nope. Stop uh, right where you are. You're good. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. 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 When uh, he died and then came back the next season, I thought was a little much to begin with. That season yeah, was already a little. Yeah. That season stretches things. The fourth you know, season. Moriarty comes there, back yeah. and he don't, comes back and it's like don't okay, watch, like don't watch. How don't many watch people are we bringing back from the dead here? Yeah, right? Don't don't watch the fourth season. Like, it's not good. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, Tana says yes, more homes. Yeah, please, uh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, those two, the chemistry between RDJ and and uh, mm. and uh, Jude Law was was a fan. It was really like, good. Uh, like really made those films for me. Like yeah, even if they even if the 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 structure of the film may not have worked as well, those two just put the film on their back and carried it mm -hmm. with their chemistry. So yeah, it, it's kind of like for me, it's kind of like people bitch about the Venom films. But when you realize it's, it's Tom Hardy arguing with himself because he voices Venom as well yeah. as himself as Eddie Brock. For me, I don't even care about the story of those movies. It's just listening to Tom Hardy argue with himself in those two voices. Yeah, and 90% of the movie is him talking to himself. Like It's, it's fucking so good. phenomenal. Yeah, it makes I me laugh him. every time yeah. I watch it. I just turn off my brain. I have a couple of drinks. And I the second one films. was weaker than the first one. It was. It was. I agree. Yeah, I don't you. like the origin story without Spider-Man. I get it. But, but the they the were day, fantastic movies. It's fucking yeah. fun, man. Yeah, I love them. I love them. Uh, hey, um, all, I know it's that time. Sherlock oh. is a great show. Megan, I love you, but no, it's not. That fourth season is not good. 
especially comparatively to the first two and then sort of the third. The third season was already kind of falling off a cliff. Yeah, a third season was And then a the fourth season man. was like, hold my beer, and they just jumped off the goddamn cliff. So, yeah. Yeah. I know Megan's a big, big Sherlock. Like I you. really she's a, she's a fan like... of all things Sherlock kind of thing, yeah. right? So. I liked how the show was very well filmed. Well, we call them shows, but let's be honest, guys. If you haven't watched Sherlock, the BBC-produced show called Sherlock, is a is a series of movies. Every season has three two hour and a half to two hour movies. Yeah. Um. So every season has three stories, which are usually somehow interconnected. At least that's what they tried to do with season three. Which, anyway, um, I completely forget where I was going with it. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Don't don't do it. It's you know. You're going to be mad at yourself for wasting five hours of your time. I guarantee yeah. you. But, you know, the rest of the show was fantastic. I love how they one and two. It. Seasons uh, one and two are some of the best TV ever. Yeah. Produced. I love Easily. how they show you how he processed information. Yes. That was dope. They had never done and anything like that before. they actually used cell phones. That was yeah. the first time I remember seeing something where, like, yeah, cell phones exist. In the, do you know how many movies you're watching in the modern era where you're thinking the whole time, like, the entire plot of this movie could be solved in four seconds if someone just breaks out a cell phone and calls somebody? Mm-hmm. And Sherlock was like, you're right. So we're going to incorporate that technology heavily into every plot of every story. I was like, this guy gets it. This show gets it. Don't yeah. just ignore technology like it doesn't exist. Like it wouldn't just immediately solve so many problems mm. in these fucking movies. Well, they How do, do that because they don't want to date. Yeah, they, they do that because they don't want to date the show, right? They don't want you to watch the show in 10 years and be like, oh, look at the. No, I get it. You know, but like, come on, man. Like cell phones exist when this show's made. Stop pretending that they don't. Yeah. I know you're trying to build a plot here and a cell phone would probably ruin the plot, but then so figure out a plot that works with cell phones. Don't fuck around. Mm-hmm. Everybody on the planet has one. All that right? to say, I, I hope they, they do another movie. Uh, I know their portrayal of Sherlock was very different. They tried to do a more time-appropriate Sherlock where the show did a more modern Sherlock. Right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, I'm okay with both. I love RDJ's portrayal as, although I think yeah, surprisingly me, enough, yeah, I think for me, um, uh, Cumberbatch is Sherlock. Yeah, he's yeah, I love him as Sherlock. I think he's and it's his best role for me. He'll always be Sherlock. Well, and that's the problem, right? The two of them, him and Martin Freeman, got so popular making that show mm-hmm. that they they literally, but they were both like, yeah, we we just can't. We just can't commit to doing any more of the show because we yeah. both got busy doing other projects and shit. So, and definitely, especially Cumberbatch, like that has not slowed down. He, he's 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 everywhere doing everything. So he is yeah. not just in Marvel, but other projects as well. And then well, Martin Freeman, so much, yeah, yeah. Up and stuff too. So exactly. yeah, I don't know that you're going to see any of that. Yeah, and and Ola Holmes too. Uh, you know what? You got Enola Holmes on Netflix. There's been two of those, and then Ola Holmes was good too. Yeah. So yeah, dude. The second yeah. one wasn't I, as guys, good as the first one, but Enola Holmes was really you. good. I love. I was the one pulling for. Moriarty on our top 10 villains list that everybody got mm-hmm. mad about. Like, I, I get it, man. Sherlock is such an, a unique, really cool character that essentially built the hard-boiled detective drama in novel series from Arthur Conan Doyle when he put them out. So, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, I, I will take all of the Sherlock Holmes stuff that you want to give us as long as it's good. Right? Um, so. You know, everybody's talking about Cavill again. All things Cavill's, yes, please. Because um, Cavill is um, Holmes. God among men is what he is. And by the uh, way, he's just started training for the Highlander reboot that they're working on. So 
looking forward to that as well. And yeah. he's still talking with Amazon Prime. I guess they've really started to focus in on the Warhammer 40K stuff they're going to be doing with Amazon Prime. So mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about our boy, Henry Cavill. He's uh, he's a busy boy. He's going to keep doing. So he's out promoting Argyle now, and then he's going to start promoting. Oh, yeah, Ministry. that's going to be amazing, too. That looks right. really good. Ministry of Ungentlemanly Warfare after that. And then after that, he's going to be working on the Highlander and the Warhammer 40K stuff. So, yeah, our boy Cavill's definitely mm-hmm. a, a busy, busy boy. And he should and be. I love he's, that. He's Cavill. God's perfect creature. So yeah. you know. more and more, Cavill is doing just geeky stuff right stuff that he wants to be in a lot of the like you don't see him in like i don't know what to give you for an example right you'll see him in the witcher you'll see him in all these crazy movies and shows but yeah i love that he's totally into it and he's just he's one of us yeah i uh remember when we had that conversation about how uh connor dies and I said, I think he dies at the hands of the character from the TV show, which is his brother, cousin, blah, blah, blah. Sure. And you were like, no, no, I don't think so. Well, yes, that's exactly what happens. They Super did. not what I said. I never watched the show, brother, so I, I wouldn't have the foggiest clue if that's how he died. So I, I would maybe, maybe it was somebody else that I said that. I would absolutely take your yeah. word for that. So. Maybe it's somebody else that said that. Yeah, um, it must But been. yeah, so they did a movie based on the TV show. Right. Uh, I forget what it was called now. Highlander Endgame. I think it was what it was called. Sure. Uh, and um, it, it was more the story of Adrian Paul's character, which is yeah. Duncan McLeod. Right, right. Um, and at the end of the movie, they fight. And and Connor forces him to kill him because he's done. Sure. Right? Yeah. Uh, and I guess that was supposed to be the passing of the torch, but then the show died off after that. So, yeah. Yeah, I never got into the show, and after the second Highlander film, I was like, "Fuck this franchise." I did watch the third one. The third one was at least, again, same thing, kind of like, kinda like better than the third, better than the second one, just not as good as the first. Second was just weird as fuck. Uh, man. They tried like... to turn it into a weird sci-fi thing, and I'm like, yeah. "What are you? What are you doing?" It's like we talked about earlier when you try to over-explain something that's like mystic, that's meant to be mysterious and mystical, mm-hmm. and then you try to over-explain it, and you've just taken all the mystique out of it, and you're just yeah. like, they're aliens? That's why they're immortal? What the yeah. fuck are you doing? They're that from Zeitgeist? Dumb. What? Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarro. So weird. And they got Sean Connery back for that film, too. <laughs> they brought him back from the dead for Highlander 2, and it was dog shit! So I don't know, man. That was rough. Yeah. The second yeah, doesn't exist. Yeah, yeah, it's, no, it's yeah. it's just a weird movie. Uh, one. So I. So, sorry, by the way. So that's why I didn't get into the show. I couldn't get into the show. Yeah, fair so, enough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, hopefully, this is this reboot is is gonna. Uh, back in the day when those movies came out in the eighties and and nineties, they were meant to be serious movies, right? They weren't meant to be silly, kooky. You know, uh, I hope they keep that tone, right, where it's more grounded and it's more serious and and um i i don't know i think that works with that character and and i think it works with cavill i think the witcher has proven that right he can be that guy he can absolutely be a kick-ass swordsman there's no question there he can lead a franchise i don't think there's any question there so i'm excited for it yeah if you go back and watch the original highlander film there there are some spots where you're like it it I'm not saying it doesn't hold up because it is a cult classic and everything else, but I mean, it, it is a movie of its time is what I guess. hundred percent. Right. So um, the, the concept, the idea of it is so cool. I think if they do a hard reboot, if they ignore everything that's come before and they just literally start the story fresh, 
and he's playing Connor McLeod coming into his powers and then the quickening starts to happen. I am so down for that with all the modern technology and everything else mm-hmm. and watching Cavill. They, the guys on the Witcher set said that Cavill was one of the best swordsmen they'd ever seen. Not the best actor portraying a swordsman, but one of the best swordsmen they'd ever worked with. So mm-hmm. he clearly knows what the fuck he's doing. I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> Everybody's mad at Megan Murray. I've never seen Highlander, so I'll just wait, wait for Cavill's version now. Everybody's saying, she, no, you have yeah. to see it. Megan, no, you need to see it. You need to watch. Yeah, all, all the Gen Xers are getting mad at poor little millennial Megan over there. Like, how dare you? And the movie came out like before <laughs> she was born. Yeah. Uh, another one that came out of those eras that I hope that one day they reboot is Scanners. Remember Scanners with I Michael Ironside? Scanners. Yeah, there, and I think there was even a couple of like weak ass sequels for that too. That's there David Cronenberg. Were, That's early David Cronenberg for Scanners. Yeah, yeah. Scanners two and th- well, two was was a real drop. Three was like a made for TV movie. It was so bad, like it yeah. was really really bad. Yeah, I uh, actually just they just released a trailer for um, they're doing a sequel to Megamind. I don't know if you guys remember, but when they did really? me, they also did Megamind. So there were two sort of competing franchises for like a supervillain being the star of the show that eventually mm-hmm. turns into like an anti-hero. And Despicable Me made a gajillion dollars and Megamind didn't. So it kind of fell off. But between the two, Megamind's actually kind of the better film. And so they made a sequel to it, but it's like a direct to streaming sequel and literally none of the original voice voice cast is back for it oh really so i just saw the trailer for it the trailer looks so fucking bad it looks like a saturday morning cartoon as opposed to like a, an actual true so we wait like 14 years for a sequel to megamind and it looks fucking terrible and not a single voice actor is back from the film so i'm like why did you even do this like this makes mm. no sense so yeah and andre I'm an old fogey. You're super not. Never seen Highlander either. Well, I have a homework assignment for Andre Ferguson and Megan Murray uh, and Natasha Wright and Victoria Brown. Guys. Yeah. Guys. Go watch Highlander, the first one. Go watch the first Highlander. And by the way, and guys, please, yeah, remember, it was already like a low-budge film in the first place, and it's like from 1986 or whatever it is, right? So, like, go into that with that sort of ideal because I have screened that movie for somebody in modern times, and they did not enjoy it at all. They didn't kind of go into it with that mindset that it's like from Matt Sheridan said, never watched either. Matt, this is, is like the ultimate guy movie from that era. Yeah, I'm that I'm surprised. Card, sir. That's, yeah. I, I think. Um, and one thing, is trash. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She's one thing nervous. maybe you have to know about Highlander is 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 who plays the Highlander, and that's Christopher Lambert. Yes, a French and guy plays a, a Scottish French guy. guy plays a Scottish guy. So it's tough. but back in those years in 1986 when the Highlander came out, Christopher oh, Lambert. He was huge back then, right? Like, he was a massive star. Yeah, and the funny part uh, is, is before he got to Hollywood, he did not know a word of English. All no. he spoke was French. So a lot of yeah. the lines you see him saying, even in Highlander, he had to learn phonetically. So if he does not have a Scottish accent at all throughout the whole movie, and they no. don't really explain why he doesn't have a Scottish accent. But to be fair... If you're watching the first Highlander, you're not watching it watching it for Christopher Lambert, as great as Christopher Lambert is. You're watching it for Sean fucking Connery, because Sean Connery is brilliant in the first Highlander. And Clancy Brown, 
plays the Kurgan. He plays the bad guy in the first mm -hmm. Highlander. He is also amazing. And if you don't know who Clancy Brown is, trust me, you do know who Clancy Brown is because he's been in almost everything. He was in the Shawshank Redemption. He's voiced Lex Luthor. He's the voice of Mr. Krabs. He's been on Billions. He's been on. He's been in. He's been in Hollywood he's everywhere. For like Forty years, and he's played so many different things. But the Kurgan in the original Highlander was like his breakout role because he's such a huge, physically imposing guy. And he's got this amazing deep voice, and he plays such an amazing villain in that film. And Ramirez is Sean. Car so, so a French guy is playing a Scottish guy, and then a Scottish guy is playing a Spanish guy. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works in this film. None of it makes sense, but it doesn't matter because you just have to like buy into it. And once you do, especially if you're a Clancy Brown and or a Sean Connery fan, you will love this fucking movie. Trust me when I tell you, go watch this movie. Yes, he was Raiden in the original Mortal Kombat. That's correct. That is Christopher Lambert. Yep. Correct. He was Raven. Uh, Raiden. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, guys, so there's a reboot coming. Hopefully, it's good. I mean, with Henry Cavill, at, you know, uh, as the lead, knowing how vocal he is about the roles that he plays, I'm assuming if it's shit, he's going to. Yeah. You know, yeah. he's just not going to want to do it, right? Oh, so... and just so we're clear, too, the guy directing the Highlander reboot is the same guy that's been responsible for the John Wick films. So, Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot to mention that. Yeah. Chad Stahelski is the guy that's doing yeah. uh, and and and, um, and developing and, and then directing uh, the reboot of Highlander. So if you enjoy the, mm -hmm. the sort of look and tone of the John Wick films, which are very visceral, not heavily reliant on effects, a lot of live action stunt work. If you're into all that and you think that would translate well to a Highlander reboot, I think this is going to be the movie for you. And the fact that we already know that Henry can can wield a sword effectively and 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 well, I think we get a good chance of seeing a film that really leans into practical effects like the John Wick films do, right? I think you're going to see a lot of actual like fighting. Oh, yes. Lambert also he was did Tarzan. Tarzan, The Legend of Greystoke. Yes, that was a mm -hmm. fucking fantastic film. Again, mm -hmm. he's got like seven lines in the whole movie because, again, I think that was his first role, and he didn't know it. They had to they had to teach him phonetically what his English lines were because he that didn't know sense. any English. Yeah, he had no idea what he was actually saying at that point. The Legend yeah. of Greystoke is actually a pretty cool film. Yeah. Shit, I haven't watched that since it came out. When did that come out? Like eighty four, maybe. It or says eighty four here. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't I haven't watched it since then, but I yeah. really enjoyed enjoyed that. Immortal Combat, uh, yeah. Beowulf. I didn't know uh, that. He did one called Fortress, which was kind of like a lower budget, like prison breakout movie that I really yeah. Got. I, I actually uh, enjoyed there was that a one. there was a sequel to that that wasn't really good. No, probably not. But the first one was actually quite good. Um, I'm trying to see here out of all these other ones if there's any other good ones that are memorable. I mean, I I've seen most of these movies. I'm not gonna lie. Um. I like Lambert, but I mean, I, I got yeah. why he kind of his career just kind of went to a certain point and then just stopped. So, yeah, uh, I don't even know. <laughs> Megan, Megan saying, OK, I'm convinced I shall watch when it comes out. Cavill plus practical sword fights. I'm sold. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, the, 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 the entire be... premise of the film is immortals are 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 kill, are chopping each other. They're immortal beings. and The only way to kill them is by chopping their heads off. And every time you chop another immortal's head off, you gain power 
and you absorb the whole, their their power. The 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 premise of the film, the, the the tagline is there can be only one. So they're slowly killing each other off until there's only going to be one guy, and he gets this ultimate prize. Uh, but they are immortal; they can't be killed any other way than by having their heads chopped off. So it's a it's the, the like I said, the original film is pretty dope. Queen did the soundtrack for the original film, mm -hmm. and murdered it <laughs> like. It's mm -hmm. a fantastic soundtrack. So, yeah, definitely. I think we've sold enough. Go check it out. But, again, remember, it's from 1986, and it wasn't a big-budget film in the first place. So it became like a cult classic. So just go yeah. into that with that in mind. So, anywho. Um, anywho, I mean, we're, we're past our hour mark. Um, there's some other stuff on my list that we haven't talked about. Um, you know, there's the big pink elephant in the room that we didn't address. But, you know, Which I that? feel like we're going to hurt feelings if we talk about that one uh aliens uh we haven't talked about aliens at all we, the, yeah, the, we'll have to talk about that you but know, hey the, you know what we can do is we can package up the things that we didn't talk about this week and we can get them into the new podcast that we are going to be launching very very soon my guess is in the next couple of weeks the geekly world news podcast guys is going to be coming at you we're thinking we're doing it live we want your uh input and feedback as to when would be a good time to do that michael myers has already weighed in and said we probably shouldn't do it on monday uh you're probably right uh, I don't no, know. What no, we're do to think it. about that one. <clears throat> yes, we got to pick a date. We got to pick it. We got to pick a day. We got to pick a time. And ideally, we would do that one weekly so that we wouldn't end up like this, where we're having to talk about eighty-seven things because it's been four months since we've done it. So, guys, weigh in. Two months. Two months. It's been too long, basically. If it's <laughs> weekly, then we'll have just that thing. We'll keep the episodes short if we can do it weekly. Yeah. And we'd like to continue to do it live with you guys. So, Sunday night, it's a good idea. I mean. Sunday we'll, night we'll might be a good to, idea. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to figure out our yeah. schedules too and make sure it's going to work. So live or mm -hmm. pre-recorded, I'm there. Thank you, Silky. That's great. But Appreciate I think it. I think it probably works best if we're doing it live. Um yeah, I think having the input from people mm -hmm. and the interaction, I mean, <laughs> you know, it, it, it also our boy helps Steve, our boy Steve, on. our boy Groot over here, Monday at seven. Sorry, Myers. Yeah. <laughs> uh make it Wednesday hump day podcast. I think we'll probably put something on the Geeks and Co main channel story, and maybe I'll put something on my story. It's just a poll and and yeah, we'll that's see a good what, idea. What, what day works best for folks uh, that yeah. we get the most of you tuning in to, to weigh in on the on the Geekly World News mm -hmm. and get your thoughts and opinions on stuff. So because yeah, we are nothing without you guys. No, and, and I don't know if it's gonna be a thing where where we it's regularly every week, or is it gonna be every other week? Is it gonna be once a month? Is it gonna be impromptu where this week we do one well, because if, something happened and next week if, we don't because nothing's happening like i don't if, know right if we call it geekly world news i feel like it's anyways we'll figure it out guys we'll figure, figure it out. out don't you worry well, let us know your input right we want to yeah. know and we want to know if also if there are specific stories you want to hear about let us know as well and are you guys ready for another weekly podcast it, under with the understanding that it's only going to be js and i we're never going to have a guest and it's going to be shorter it's yeah. definitely going to be that's going to be like half the length of this hopefully yeah. Uh, yeah. let us know if that's something that you guys would be interested in tuning into and, and participating in with the live chat like we're doing now. So, and on that note, we should probably get out of here. Yeah. I mean, I think this is going to be it. Um, there's nothing really going on on this side. Anything going on with you over the next little while? No, I mean, it's just literally. Prep, yeah. So. Yeah. It's just it, the, the crunch has already started, even though we're, we're still mm. about a, it's February 1st, man. It's February 1st. March 15th is when TCC is here. Yeah. Yeah. So thankfully I don't have a, I've only really got the one caution to get ready and I've got like probably like 70% of it done. So, mm -hmm. and like I said, I just saw the leather worker to get the leather work done. I do still have to like paint the, the 3d printed pieces. I have to assemble the swords. I got to get those done. And I don't know, I guess I got some work, man. So we'll, we'll see. So, mm -hmm. 
Monday night is Nerd Night. Tuesday is Rob's podcast. I don't know who that is. Thursday is this Melamine. one. That leaves oh right. Uh, that leaves uh, this Wednesday and Friday free for weekdays. Yeah. So we'll see. Will you guys do like shorts as well with quick little news updates too? We might. Yeah. We can talk. Yeah, to I mean, and then... yeah, and, and that's another thing too. Is not. if we do it live, it, I mean, if we do it off the <clears throat> air, then we can edit it, right? Right. And make it look good and, and make shorts and stuff like that. The problem is, is if we're doing the news, you know, that means that it does need to be edited right away and put out right away, or else it's no longer the news, right? If it's yeah. Whereas if so, we do it live, we don't have to worry about it. It's just automatically. It's just live, over. right? Yeah. So that's always the problem with editing, right? Is we always end up in situations where we just don't have time. And even with making, yeah. right? Like it's, no, it's, it's tough. And I know we haven't been putting out a lot of videos lately, guys. And we apologize. Yeah, I know we've been focusing more, on the podcast. Yes, either, yes, uh, yes. But yeah, there is more coming, guys. There is more coming. I promise you. Hang tight. Yeah. We've got more content for you. Hopefully, we'll Sweet. also be able to start ramping up the videos also after after comic-con is done and that rushes over we'll have a couple months to make more content for you guys well so. i did submit the one to you guys for the cosplay psa for the zentai suit so hopefully that'll get posted at some point in the near future i think oh, that's on I the drive there oh okay and then i've got another one that i've that i've got pre-recorded as well it's a much shorter cosplay psa about character selection that kind of stuff so i, really? I want to try to make it so that i'm doing that on almost a weekly basis that'd be well, awesome is, uh, megan yeah, yeah. if you can let me know if those have actually been edited and if they're ready to go i think they the, might be. The, the first one is talk about the zentai suit it is and she's uploaded to the to okay the, well then the i will have so. to uh get the posted so guys yeah Sounds That's good. more Akka coming to you. Oh, look. If Make sure you click that yet. like button. Anything you guys do, we'll always love it. And Silky C says exactly. Talking that. about loving it. Make sure you click that like button, guys. We super appreciate it. It's 100% free. If you are not subscribed, what are you doing? Click the subscribe button. And the notification bell, if you click that little bell there, it'll actually let you know anytime we go live, anytime we upload a video, anytime we yeah. do anything here. So make sure you've got that clicked. I think that is going to be it for this week, though. Thanks, everybody, for watching. Make sure you stay geeky. We'll see you next week. Love you guys. Oh, top 10 oh. next week. Oh. Snoozed. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Geek Geek Podcast. Like always, if you prefer to listen to us, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. Now, make sure you don't forget to click that like and subscribe button, as well as the notification bell to make sure you never miss anything. 